Hello, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Okay, I just wanted to say the last couple sessions were pretty scary and rough. I talked about a lot of areas that I am not qualified uh, at all to really talk about, uh, which is the experiences of women, other abled, and black professionals in an attempt to try to give some insights and principles um, to help all those groups develop more executive presence. Today, I'm going to talk about a group that I am a little bit more familiar with, um, Asians. Uh, quick side note, Asians, they're not just one big block. So I am Korean American, which is quite different than someone maybe who was born in Korea and immigrated over here later, which is also different than Chinese, which is different than Taiwanese, which is different than Japanese. So I don't profess to have some special knowledge that uh, about the culture of all Asians. Um, however, hopefully some of what I say will resonate with Asians, whether you're Korean American or not, um, because of some of the similarities of how cultures and family kind of rearing uh, the similarities in the East, uh, which may be a little bit different than what you might experience in the West. So, one thing that I think hurts Asians a lot with executive presence is, and this is going to sound crazy, but I read an article about this, that a lot of times folks, they mistake us for each other, right? This may have happened to you. <laughs> I had a guy, he called me Ken for like a year, you know? It's like, no, I'm Joe, I'm not Ken. I had another person who swore my name was someone else's name after I told them it wasn't my name. They were like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, I'm kind of sure I know what my name is, right? So that's a problem. If people don't know who you are and can't get your name right, forget about whose fault it is for a second. That's a problem for you to advance and for you to develop. So if you have sufficient executive presence, it can help combat that. So being invisible and the invisible minority, as they say, is not a good thing in terms of career advancement. Because when they say, let's promote Joe, and people say, Joe who? That's not going to be good for my career, right? And it won't be good for your career, whether you're Asian or not, if people don't know who you are. So what's one of the big problems for Asians? It's this whole sense of maybe that we a lot of us have gotten from our parents to work hard and be humble and don't talk about yourself too much. Just do a good job and the results and benefits will flow. <laughs> Did they ever work in corporate America? I don't think so. That is not the way corporate America or actually the world kind of works for, for the most part. And here's why. Um, there's lots of goodness in that advice. However, taken to its extreme, taken blindly, uh, you'll actually end up self-sabotaging self and hurting your own career. And here's why. When you are humble and when you don't take credit to the point where people can't really see who you are or your ability to lead, 
then it's as if you didn't do anything at all. It's as if you are not there at all. If you think about our definition of executive presence, right, it's the ability to inspire confidence in others that you can lead well in a given situation. You. If they don't know who you are, how are they going to be inspired? You. If they don't know what you've done, how are they going to be inspired that you are going to be able to lead well in that given situation, get that assignment, get that opportunity, get that promotion, whatever it is that you're looking to to advance your career. So it's really important that you use whatever principles suit you to get to that point. And so here's where I want to talk a little bit about integrity. It's not about what our culture or parents told us being wrong. It's not about it needing to be thrown away or getting upset like, oh my gosh, why did I listen to them? It's been ruining my career. There's a lot of goodness in it. What it's about is being able to integrate it with executive presence and what you need to do to advance your career. So you have to ask yourself the question, not how do I remain humble? The question, the better question to ask, the more integrated question for your career is how do I advance my career by having executive presence while, while at the same time adhering to my principles of humility, if that's what you want to hold on to, right? So you have to figure out a way to make those two work together. Because normally what we're doing is we're just deciding it's like on or off, it's one or the other, right? Do I self-promote or am I humble? And then you have this conflict. And then if you do the one and you just self-promote and you feel like you're not humble, you feel like you've betrayed someone or you feel like a fake. Versus if you feel like you're yourself and you're humble, you feel like you're betraying, uh, betraying your career and betraying your potential. So. If you think about them as a whole, how do I keep both? Then you're able to come up with those solutions that allow you to inspire, right? Inspire confidence in your ability to lead, to get you that executive presence while still being your true self. So that's what these episodes are about, finding ways to do that. Um, don't have a lot of time today, so we won't go into specific principles for that one right now, but really all the different episodes we have are to give you ideas how to integrate that and be your true authentic self while still getting the result of having executive presence. Let me know, leave a voice message or send me an email to joe at connectioncounselor.com. What are your biggest challenges for executive presence? What are the things that are maybe holding you back or things that you've realized? I'd love to know. I'd love to do an episode on it as well. And I'd love to feature uh, your message if I can. Uh, on that episode where I cover that. Thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you'd like, Please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsor. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I have to ask you something. Have you ever noticed that some people are very natural at getting attention from others? And by attention, I don't mean like they like you. I mean, they actually are listening when you say something and responding to it. Where others, and sometimes this happens to me from time to time, you might as well be jumping up and down and screaming, but you're not really getting heard. And that makes it really hard for you to be effective as a leader, as a team member, as a human being, really, right? Like the boy who cried wolf, right? Now there's really a problem and no one's listening to you for whatever reason. It's going to be a real problem in terms of high performance and recognition and executive presence. So one thing people with executive presence are really great at is getting people's attention. So we're going to talk about some tools to get people's attention. Today, we're going to talk about one tool, and I like to call it the jab, right? For those of you who uh, know boxing, uh, you know what a jab is. For those of you who don't, it's kind of, um, it's like a snapping punch, right? It's, it's, it's light, and it's not that it's weak, but you don't have all your force behind it. But when it connects, it just kind of pops the person to attention, and it can wake them up a little bit. Um, And even if it doesn't, people have to pay attention to it because it's still dangerous because someone's fist is flying towards your face. Now, what might a jab be in terms of communication and executive presence? So imagine you're in a room and you're just like, hello, I'd like to say something. And it's noisy and other people are talking and you're voice just gets drowned out, right? Because that hello, I'd like to say something, it doesn't draw any attention. It doesn't snap people's head back, right? Versus something like, wow, you'll never believe the most incredible thing happened to me today on the way to the office. Or I am so close to quitting my job and retiring and moving to Portugal. And let me tell you why. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to share the rest of the episode with you. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence morsel.